0: From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. What a pleasure to see you again. You look more beautiful than ever. Tell me, what do you think of this building? I've been trying to take a poll among the guests. A what? A poll of opinion about it. What
1: for? In order to find out what you think of it yourself? And what what is that? When you take a poll trying to find out what others think about a movie or what others think about a certain person before you voice your own opinion, what does that do to you? Well, you're actually buying into a premise that you don't count. Your mind doesn't matter. And it shows a lot of insecurity that you can't stand on your own judgment, that you can't make your own decision up. You never want to do that to yourself. You always want to have the feeling that, you're, you're in charge of your own life. That even if you're wrong that you've looked at the facts, the relevant facts and you've done the thinking work and you've made a decision if you're wrong then you can think more and correct it. But if you always go by what others feel, it will never feel like your life and you will chronically feel anxious, you'll feel resentful, and you won't be happy. And my show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. Now, that movie cut was from The Fountainhead, and that's a, if you want to read the book, it's by Ayn Rand. It's a fabulous book. It what, it's what helped me turn my life around and learn how to think for myself the first time. Um, well, not the first time, but it, it really made it important to me to own my own life and to take responsibility for thinking. I'm, again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My number toll-free 1. 1-877-DR-KENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist, so you can call me with any questions you have that you would ask a counselor or a therapist.
0: Nothing's coming to my mind.
1: Again, my number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right now, we'll turn to our after-hours line. Imagine that you're dating a decent guy. We can call him Joe. But he comes with baggage. His teenage son from a former marriage, let's call him Max. Now, it wouldn't be so bad if the son, Max, were a really fun guy because he may get along with your three kids from your ex. Now, you tell yourself that you love Max dearly. But listen to this. You also find him manipulative, disrespectful, opportunistic, And, by the way, you don't like that he steals, he destroys things, and he sabotages family life. Now, does that sound like you can love this kid dearly? This woman's question is, how do you blend this son, Max, into family life? Think about what your gut response is. How have you dealt with such people in your life who are disrespectful, opportunistic, they steal, they destroy things, they sabotage? And right now we'll turn to the phones and listen to this 36-year-old nurse.
0: I'm 36 years old. I'm an RN. I have three children, teenagers, and my ex-husband is a very good friend of mine who is very involved with his children i am living now with a new boyfriend whom i've known for 14 years who has a teenage son his teenage son's mother left him when he was three months old and the only mother that he's ever known which is my new boyfriend's ex-wife doesn't have anything to do with him because he's no longer in his father's no longer in his life or her life i should say i am taking on the role of caring for this child. I love him very dearly, but have since found out that he is very manipulative, disrespectful, and opportunistic. He wants everything that my children have that my husband or my ex-husband buys for them, and I can't afford to give him those things. His father can't either. And when he gets upset and he doesn't get his way, he's very disrespectful, or he does things he steals from the household and he sabotages and destroys things when he doesn't get his way. My question is, how do I go about handling the situation and how do I assimilate him into the family without making him feel ostracized or abandoned? Okay, this is, what do you do when
1: you have this teenage kid who's your boyfriend's son? And he is totally, he, he's totally lost control of his life. And again, just for, for convenience, like, let's call him Max and let's call your Joe for, boyfriend Joe. So with Max, Max is the problem. He's the teenage kid. If I were Max, notice what position I'm in. I'm a kid who was ban- abandoned by my biological mother almost at birth at a very young age. And then the next woman that comes into my life, my stepmother or uh it was awful to me, you know, I don't know whether they were actually married, but she was awful to me, and so now I'm an angry kid, things are not fair, things are not fair, why did dad marry her, you know, there's a lot going on in my life, and so then dad meets someone else later on in life, and I'm living with them now, and I watch this woman's three daughters or three kids from another marriage, and They're being treated well by their dad, and so now I'm envious. I'm really angry. You know, why can't I be treated that way? But they don't give me the gifts. Now, they say they don't have the money. You know, my own dad doesn't have the money. I know he doesn't have the money, but darn it, I want to stamp my foot at reality. I want what they have. And so I'm going to make their life hell. And so what do you do with this kid? What do you do? If You can see that this is, these Max has made some choices. So, is it, number one, a cry for help? Has there been, uh, y- well, yes, obviously it's a cry for help in one sense, but you have to be very careful with that, meaning... Was he seriously abused or sexually abused or something that he's trying to get people's attention? I've worked with people who have been abused and they say, I acted out my whole teenage years because I wanted my parents to find out what happened and I felt afraid to tell them. Well, you could certainly open up the conversation to say, you know, tell me what's most on your mind. What hurt you most that you may never have told your dad or me? So you could try that route. But be very careful because he's a teenage kid. He's had many years of practice in choice making, and I would recommend you go out right away, and or especially your boyfriend, and buy a book before it's too late. And this is by Stanton Same. Now it's on my website, drkenner.com, D r k e n n e r dot com, and he. This is a book that talks about kids. Who are either conduct disorder kids or they're oppositional, they're defiant. You know, they can get all sorts. They're antisocial. They'll get all sorts of labels, but they've earned their labels. These are kids who lose their temper. They argue with adults. They do things that are destructive. They blame others. You know, they're never at fault. Everybody, the world is at fault, and they're angry. It's hard to be in a house with them. They're vindictive. How do you deal with this type of a? a Person in your life. Well, many parents make a series of mistakes, and this is what Stanton Same Now brings out in his book, Before It's Too Late. He says, Parents will go into denial, boys will be boys, and the passage of time will cure them. Ignoring that children choose to respond to the roadblocks in their life in different ways, a different kid would have gone through the same difficulties as this. Acting out max this acting out teenage son, but would have acted differently, he wouldn't have let envy overcome him, he wouldn't let anger overcome him, so parents try to say boys will be boys, but that is not that's that's not the case. You have to understand that uh, his alleged rebelling is really his way of getting his own way. Um, so, for you to admit that there's, to admit that there, to say that there's not a problem, he's just going through a phase, is um, is not fair to you. Another thing that parents do is they fail to be firm and consistent. That you have to have natural consequences for irresponsible and destructive behavior. This is again in Stanton Samenow's book and he he says, "What could be more loving than to help a child learn this early in life? these natural consequences when the penalties for misbehavior are far less severe than they will be later in life another prop another thing that parents do with their kids is that they fail to demand accountability and trustworthiness, so they they um They assume that, oh, we'll let it go. You know, it's easier to just let him take the car and and stay out all night rather than to demand accountability and trustworthiness. But you can't do that. The problem will only get worse. Kids also try to divide and conquer parents, to try to pull them apart. You don't want to let this happen. In this case, you're with a boyfriend. This isn't even a husband. So he mentioned some other things that kids are good at excuses and that kids are good at shifting the fault to the parents. Um, But I want to ask you a different question. You want to ask yourself, why are you staying with the boyfriend? What is the value to this? I'm worried for your three kids because if they're good kids, your focus is going to this other kid. And you're a nurse, so you've got the nurturing uh, approach in your life. I would say that the nurturing should go to your three kids fundamentally first, and that that may mean that this is not a good match. That that with this boyfriend, it's not working out. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner.
0: Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path of Romance by doctors Kenner and Locke
1: help protect one another against stress. Consider Sandra, who felt overwhelmed by stress. Although her job was intellectually challenging, her boss was bad-tempered and critical. He never praised good work and constantly blamed subordinates for bad results, most of which were due to his own poor leadership. The hours were long and unrelenting, often including weekends. Sandra went home every day in a tense and resentful mood. After this went on for some months, she asked for help. Her partner's Scott suggested she seriously consider quitting her job, taking a rest for a while, and then searching for something better. He showed her how their budget could be adjusted to compensate for her lost salary. Sandra took his advice and her stress diminished dramatically. She subsequently found a better job with much less stress.
0: You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.